that was now that was about Monday, Monday she was here. That was Sunday she arrived. Mm-hmm. Monday I was having a window put in my kitchen so I could add to she had the money and put her own to do well, I mean, after that. Uh-huh. Tuesday we had a pleasant day together, talking about old times and telling me about things. We had quite a nice day together. Uh-huh. And then one day, when I, I said to her, take that sorry, that sorry off, Katie, you've got, you've spilled oil and grease down the front of it, Katie, uh-huh. oh, which is all right, I will take it up. She sat there in her petticoat. And she had a friend called Joseph Jones. Was going to drive her to uh, the airport. Mm. Where does his friend come from? He was somewhere in England, London. I can't remember his address. He was a he was a guy called a bomb loser. Joseph Jones. Joseph Jones. Have you heard of him? Bomb loser. Man, I didn't take to. So my friend is like him. Uh, and Colin John called him the armchair Nazi. Mm. Old talk. The armchair Nazi. Old talk. And he looked. He drank a bit. He drank. Drank a bit. He was a grubby looking man, he was exposed to knock his wife about, he had a very nice song, young song, mm-hmm. and when he came to see Sir Beatrix, I and the song went in the kitchen and talked for him. Yes. No, no, it was in London. In London, yeah. This was when he came to me in London, before. And I took the boy into the kitchen, he was interested in film production, mm-hmm. and he was very interested in the guns of Navarro. Mm-hmm. So we talked about film production and cinema, and they in the, in the Jones and Sabichi and other women going on about the Jews. Well, Jones was going to come and collect her from here. Jones was going to come. He came to see her here. He did? He came to see her here. And he had arranged he was going to come and collect her and take her to the, with his car, yes. and take her to the airport. So how long was she here then? Well, she was going to be here for three weeks. So how long was she here? Well, from Monday, from Sunday to Friday when she died, Monday when she died. Mm. Jones came on one of those days. One of those days. To make an arrangement. Yeah, right? yes. Yeah. To see, and they talk the usual thing. And I used to play it out and leave them to it. Mm. They were all the same thing. And I didn't care for Jones anyway. Mm. But I was going to make use of him. Mm. Well, on that hour of Wednesday, she had these sprouts. And then she's sitting in this chair, wearing nothing but this petticoat. Mm. White petticoat to wear this. And sitting there gabbing away and not able to stand, not able to see where she was going properly. And full and somebody said, Oh, Muriel, and, and I'm in bed, Oh, Muriel, I am so sorry. Well, if you beg your pardon, I mean, she shit She shit the whole blessed lot. We found a sprout, only sprout.
unless you're supposed to be met with a new friend, that is your hero. Mm-hmm. Or going to meet him in a wheelchair, and that would be that. Take it, take it, and look after her. And all I was thinking was, oh dear, I, 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 I was more, then, two times I would have put her up, I don't want the doctor, I don't want the doctor. Thursday, she started to get ill. Mm. I have a fever, you know, come to this, and the telephone, and I went mm. over the road. Mm. I had to let the people who lived over the road into the secret about her, well, they were all right. Mm. And I went over the road, Thursday, and well, the doctor came to see, and he said it was, the trouble was that she'd been travelling in all different countries over a few weeks, and the water in one country, the water in another, and the food, he said, I think that's the matter with her, more than anything. And so when he spoke to her private, private, I said, you know, I said, this is, I said, this is an awful worry for me, and he said, well, I know, he said, you are, you are having a hell of a time. Mm. He said, well, look, he said, I'm lying in your room. Yes, you lie on my bed. Or upstairs. Oh, no, 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 dear, that's my bed. Yes. On my bed, that's the bed she's on. Mm. On my bed, and of course, never thinking as I might, well, you know. Well, where were you sleeping? Well, I was, uh, she acted well, I could see her, and I was sleeping in the chair. In there? In the chair. Yes, you don't have a room upstairs. No, I, you see, I don't, I don't have slept upstairs. I see. And nowadays, I can hardly get upstairs. Yes, it's a great yes, problem. Yes. As I say, there's a stair. Yes. I'm trying to see if I can get something done about the stairs. Yes. Now, don't you know? She, she was, so I called the doctor, said to me quietly, and he said, look, I said, she doesn't want to go to hospital. I said, I don't feel I should be responsible for her. She's too ill. I don't want to know. I said, no, she's very, very difficult. He said, no, he said, I'll see how she goes on tomorrow. He said, if she's not any better tomorrow, we'll see about that. He said, I'll leave it to me. He said, I know it's too much for you. I said, I really, I can't do the worry. And she's ordering me, want this, I don't want this, I want that. And I said to her, and I let me try to get, wash your sari, I made a change of sari. Mm. We're trying to wash six yards of white sari. Mm. And I said, Savitri, I said, I'm doing what I can for you, and I know you're not well. But I said, would you mind, will you please remember? I said, you've been in India a long time, you've got into habits. Will you please remember, I am not the Dovewala. I am not your Dovewala. Oh, she said, I am sorry. Oh, do forgive me. I did not mean any harm. I said, no, do please, do not order me. You've been shouting at the Indian servants. I said, no, I'm not one of them. I'm doing my best for you, but don't shout at me. And I'm sorry, I will not do it yet. She didn't try. Well, that was Thursday. I said, now I'm going to the shops. I'm going to the shop. I used to go to the shop. It took me away about two hours. Now, stay. Now, will you please be careful? I gave you a little plastic bucket. I've still got it, but mm-hmm. you used to do a wee wee in the way. Mm-hmm. Little plastic jar bucket. And I said, now, please, Dimitri, if you have, and do, now, don't make a mess and stay where you are, and please don't do anything silly while I'm away. Mm-hmm. While I'm away, I'll be back in about two hours. Mm-hmm. And, Okay, when she came back, she said, oh, I don't feel it. Have you got a thermometer? I said, I haven't got a thermometer. I don't own a, oh, I don't own a thermometer. Oh, I took it for granted you would have one. I said, you never take your temperature. I said, never. Mm. She said, I have a fever. I am going hot and cold, hot and cold. I said, well, why ever didn't you mention it before? And I could have brought you one from the village. I could have bought you a thermometer, a chemist. Mm. 
I did not think. And she was getting absurdly, she was absurdly. And the doc, I called, I called the doctor again. Did I call him again? Oh, no, 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 he said, no, no, I didn't call him again. No, he, no, he, no, he, 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 he said he'd try again. I said, oh, God said the doctor, come, please go and get her in hospital tomorrow. Well, she, I slept, and I slept where I could, she lay on the, and then in the morning, well, she was getting wake up, it was about 12 o'clock in the day, it was 12 October, it was a usual dull day. What time? What time is it? What time is it? Is it daylight yet? What time is it daylight? Is it 12 o'clock? I said, yes, it's daylight. I said, it's 12, it's 12, it's 12 o'clock in the day, midday. Oh, I said, so I said, it's a very dull day, but it's daylight. Mm. Oh, she said, every moment, every moment I'm going more and more blind. I'm going more and more. She, she could only just see this mouthpiece. She said it was like an Indian temple, or mm. she was outlined. Every moment I'm going more and more blind. Oh, I do hope I die before I go completely blind. I thought, well, so do I. So do I. And anyway, she's laying there, making the best of it, lying there, you know, mm. half sleeping on her. And then in the third, that was now tried all this day I'd had, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Nothing but fetching and carrying, not a proper thing. And I felt if I didn't get out of the way, just try, that was Friday, now we got to Friday, Friday afternoon. And in the evening, we had the, it's one thing she hated was television. Mm. Television and radio were horrible inventions. Everything's on the radio was tele American. She would ban them all if she had her way, but for half an hour to compulsory propaganda. Mm. I said, then you'd find everybody and nobody would listen to it. And uh, I well, was in Dallas, that team of Dallas were all followed along. And I said, well, I'm sorry, I just want to watch television. I'm going to watch, to watch, to watch television for a minute. He said, I want to chat. I was a bit amused at Dallas. It was so ridiculous. And I put it up. Oh, turn it off, turn it off. This is after I've been looking after her, waiting on her hand and for days. You do not know what it does to me. Turn it off. I said, oh, good, and I put the plug in, I put the plug in it, and I'm trying to, can you imagine that he's a, a Dallas with a plug in it? Ah, 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 I've got to, I've got to fill in my diary, and I've got to write another. I said, now, and I write, I have a writing room upstairs, I hardly get a chance to use now with a different something. I said, now, I'm going upstairs, I'm going upstairs to write, to, to do this, to, to write, to write something, I should leave the door open, the stair door open, I can have a low blazing, a lovely blazing cold fire, the watch is warm, a blanket over it, and I'd mercifully put a bin line over her in case she had any accidents. And put that water bottle to her feet, she couldn't have been cozy. And I'm on the bed, and I said, I thought, well, she's there for the night, I suppose, and pray God get her hospital tomorrow. And I said, I've got to go upstairs now, I shall hear you, I can go where I can be in the earshot. Don't worry, I can keep an eye on her, I shall be well. But I went upstairs, I wrote my letter, and I fell fast asleep at the typewriter. 
for about half an hour. This is the evening. This was about, this would be getting on midnight. Be about um, Thursday, no, Thursday, no, Thursday night. No, not right. So Thursday, Thursday night, just before mid, after midnight. Beginning of first, small out of the beginnings of Friday morning. And I thought, oh my God, Samita must go down and see if she's all right. Mm. Dead silence downstairs. And I'd be, and I, and I, and I, and I hadn't fed the chat, I hadn't fed the chat. Fed the chat. I came downstairs, and I'd just been writing a letter, pouring out a letter to somebody saying, I didn't, I didn't hear the chat, I really couldn't stand it much longer. Mm. And as I came down through this door, she's on the line on the bed, and she's, <laughs> And I said, oh, I thought she's snoring. Oh, I won't move her. I won't disturb her. I won't disturb her. She's asleep. I'll leave her. The cat came. Mew, mew, mew. I said, yes, darling, I know I haven't given you a dinner. And I had his dinner. I went in the kitchen, left her here, snorting. Went in the, ki- in the kitchen, just the passage. With the, took out the cat, took the cat's food, put it down. And came back. I wasn't out of the room above a minute. Half a minute. Oh, but half a minute left. Came back. Oh, I thought she'd stop snoring. She stopped snoring. She moved. That's good. She stopped. She's lying like this. With this great long neck of her thrown back on the pillow. And wearing almost nothing. So it's petticoat and this little bit of muslin. Absolutely still. And I looked at her, I said, Are you all right, Demetri? She's still, not a moon with her. Well, I don't think she's asleep. I thought I think she's dead. Mm-hmm. And, um, I looked at her, I said, Demetri, can you hear me? And, um, and I remember what my father said, when my mother died, I picked up her legs and put them down. And I, I took her hands, took her hands, took her hands and lifted them up and let them up. And I went down the bed, and I went across the rug, lifted up at her feet, mm. like that. And then I put my two hands behind her shoulders mm. and lifted her up to me, mm. and had shoulders. And I said, Savitri, can you hear me? Most of her eyes were shut. Absolutely, absolutely silent. Just laid her down, and I went over the road, and it was just after half past twelve, the early hours of Friday morning. And I went over the road, and the steel lights were around. She hadn't got the telephone then. I went over the road, I thought, thank God they're not going to bed. And I knocked on the road, and I'm terribly sorry. I have to disturb you. Well, I have to disturb you. I Sumitra's not well, I'm afraid I'd have to call the doctor. And uh, they came down, all right, we're not going to bed, we're going upstairs. I said, I just found her, just come downstairs from the, downstairs, and I found her lying absolutely still, and uh, the son said, is she dead? I said, well, I'm not sure. She's either in a deep coma or she's dead. Oh, are you all right? I said, yes, I'm perfectly all right. So I called the doctor and said, I'm sorry to disturb you, doctor, but... Uh, my friends, would you, you looking after? I said, I just found her 
unconscious and said, I think, I'm not quite sure, but I think he's dead. Oh, I'll be right alone. He arrived about ten minutes late. And he said, oh, yes, the poor dear lady's gone. And I said, oh, well, thank heaven for that, I said, because she said to me earlier, she hoped she could die before she went to Finland, and she was definitely going there. I said, I'm not done with that. I said, great relief. I'm very thankful you got what you wanted. Oh, that was fine. I didn't cry. I, was, I thought, thank goodness for that. So then I, of course, I said, now what have I got to do now? So of course I had to wait there to inform the police. I said, I don't get to bed tonight anyway. And I covered her over. I said, well, when I didn't took you How much later was the funeral held? Huh? Well, a month later, when they stopped the funeral, because I arranged the funeral, and the police said, you, but by when, when, when we say, not when you say, we want to find out how her, uh, whether she's got any relations. I'd already told them. Mm. They wouldn't believe it. Anyway, I covered her, I covered her, I said, mm. well, thank you. I said, thank yeah, you. Where was the funeral? Uh, what? Um, Consciousness. I went, I said to her, now I said, well, thank you, I said, thank you very much to meet you for all you, thank you for all the, the good things I've had from you, goodbye, goodbye, and I hope you're where you, where you want to be. Mm. Goodbye, and thank you very, very much for everything, and I covered her over with a sheet, and I sat there waiting, and when the policeman came, of course, there was already around the hysterics, and he said, you would have hysterics, this kind of thing. I said, no, it's all right, she wanted to go. Mm. And I said, no, I said, this is a foreign visit to dying abroad, there be some problems, aren't there? Mm. So we, I said, well, I suggest, she was covered up and then, I said, I suggest that you be here a while, I've got a lot to tell you, I thought, well, I've got to make a clean breast of things. Mm. Because when they start looking into her antecedents, mm. they'll find out immediately what she is. Mm. This is better come from me, mm. honestly. And I thought, pray God, I guess a lot of what she's got in the luggage, pray God, I guess a little luggage for anybody else, don't mm. And I said, now, I suggest that we take time, or, or take a time, come to us, I'm going to make a small cup of tea, which I think I need. And I've got, I've got an awful lot to tell you, an awful lot to explain. Mm. And I said, and I can tell you where, I can tell you all the essentials about her, a very old friend of mine. And I said, no, I, no, I told her the, the father. Who, who, who are these people? Just Essex, uh, Essex, please. The police. Essex, please. Well, well, whoever, whoever, whichever policeman had job to come and see yeah, him. Yeah. He said, of course, we usually have an awful time with mm. it. He said, again, we have people in hysterics. So mm. I said, I'm not in hysterics. I said, I'm damn thankful because she, she wanted to go before she went completely blind. I said, it's the best relief you could mm. have. Mm. I'm quite all right, but I have to tell you something. I want you to listen carefully and listen to what I say. I said, unfortunately, I said, she had, I don't, I said, she's, you, 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 we start looking into her. Unfortunately, I said, she, she was, she was a very intelligent, clever lady, but unfortunately, she was an ardent, dedicated, convinced national socialist. And I might divide. He said, oh, there's plenty of those about. I said, you understand, if I don't tell you, somebody else will, and then you'll come and ask me why didn't I say so. And I gave her, and I told him that, well, I had to be where she lived, where she lived, and we married, and I married and everything. And so that went on for And then, of course, I had, and in the morning, they were going to send the mortuary man to take her away. Mm. So I went upstairs, 
and sat there a chair upstairs and had a bit of, had a bit of a, a rest, not a sleep but a rest. Mm. Came down eight o'clock in the morning. Mm. They came to him. There she was still on the bed. Mm. Still not a move, of course. And you know, I thought to myself, what's happened? She suddenly got up and said, I love you. Mm. And the cat kept the cat out of the way, of course, because you've got cats out of the cupboard. What became of all her possessions? Well, she didn't, she got rid of that, yeah. No, but all these letters, for instance. Well, I'm telling you. Yes. I'm coming to that. They, mortuary man came, and they said, oh, we can open them out the door, I don't know them. Oh, well, we can't get her through the door, we'll be able to get her through. I said, look, I've got a six foot seven through that door, and I'm sure you can get a little lady in a, a little thin lady in a coffin through it. Well, we shall have to, we shall have to, I said, well, open her, I said, for heaven's sake, down her on her head, she's got more sense than that's not my friend, that's a, that's a, that's a discarded clothes. I said, stand her on her head, she's got more sense than mine. Mm. I'm sure they'll have to stand me on the head to get me out. Stand her on her head, for goodness sake. And that's what they had to do, tip her out. Mm. Put her in the mortuary, off she went. To the great tree, to great tree. Just forgive me for interrupting a minute. How much longer do you think we'll be? Well, only a little. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering what I'll sort of say to my wife at this point, because she's been out there for about an I hour. I know, you should have asked her in. Yes. I'll get, do you want to, do you want to excuse me while I have a quick word with her? Yes, please, yes. ask her in, ask her in, with pleasure. Right, thank you. Yes, I know, I'm nearly finished. There's only, only a little, there's only a little bit to tell you now. Well, what I want to ask you is, do you see these photographs? Yes, I'm going to ask you. Yes, Yes, I'll just finish. I'll just let them finish. Yes. And then I'll show the book. Leave us on, then you'll go with. Shut me up. There's a room with the light in here. Well, my, my tape's gone now. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's another one. To my great astonishment. Mm -hmm. She's got an English passport as well. I don't know if she's been up to anything. I know nothing about it. Oh, he said, that's all right. Lots of people in that two passports. Mm. He said, probably nothing. He said, in any case, the authorities won't do anything now she's dead. But, but everything else you've burnt? Everything. All, all the, the correspondence. All the correspondence. Correspondence from Colin Jordan. Everything. But no, not much. I don't know if not from Colin Jordan. But there's well, some. Was, was, was there any from Matt Cole? No, uh, no, no, I didn't hear a Matt Cole for a few days after that. No. Oh, no. From America, was there any? I wouldn't remember them, but they were people of friends of hers. Of France and Germany, anyway. Friends in Germany. Yeah. And they, and a lady called Frasmus, I don't know if you know what that is. It's a lot of her, Lottie She translated the... The, the German one. The, the, the German. Golden I, she got very well with her. And then Do you know she, where she lives? Well, I've forgotten her. She lives on the island of Silt, and partly in France, in Vienna, Italy, because I haven't worked there. You see, I wrote her quite a lot, and then she started asking me, did I want a David Irving tape? But David Irving was the one who said they wanted a Holocaust, wasn't it? And I'm afraid I just suddenly felt I'd had enough of it. Did Lothi Asmus know her? Oh, she'd lived with her. I'm coming to that. Yes. I'm coming to that. Lothi Asmus. She was very nice lady, actually. I thought it was rather rude, but I just, you know, you can get on this end, and suddenly you feel you've had enough of it, you've been up to there. And a friend of hers, Bella Cheatham, who was a se sensible about it, well, she, she admires the Nazis, but she has her own life as well. 
I don't know. I know a French lady who was fond of cats. I got some, she'd written to me several times, I don't write to her. But I got so tired of all the scribbling. Mm. Anyway, they, I, I had, then Colin George wrote to me. Mm. Very nice letter and sent me these coupons, which was very sensible. So I wrote back to him. It was a very pleasant letter and I said, I like the name of your farm, Thorscar. Mm. I don't think, I bet I should imagine that came from you. You weren't lucky enough to live in there. And he said, no, he called it himself. Mm. There was a place nearby called Thorscroft, which I would have been Thorscroft. I don't really know that. I So I'm not quite, I can't remember his address. So I haven't looked, you see, this is, this is, for some years now, this has been a sort of close chapter of my life. Mm. Somewhere upstairs, I've got a package of letters. If I find them, I'll see what I can find in them. Mm. But see, Colin Jordan lives in Yorkshire, on the Yorkshire Moors. Oh, you got to that's all right. No, perhaps you give it to me. Well, I would, but, um, but what about, I, I quite would not like to know Lottie Asmus's address, too. Well, I haven't, uh, I, I'll find it when I find some letters. Right. I'll find them, I put all these letters that I didn't want to destroy immediately, on my own, yeah. in one place, and I hid them, because yeah. I thought if I'd done, you know, I'd think for years. It seems to me we, we've got an immense amount still to cover. If I die suddenly. Yes. If I die, you only got to a funeral. Yes, no, but I mean all these other connections, though. Yes, well, I mean, I, 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 I'll see what I can do. If I can, you know, you see, my knees wouldn't get me upstairs the other day when I tried. I have to rub my hands and knees and come down backwards. Yes. It's very dark, because I've got things up there I want. Yes. Now, let me finish. Uh, I'm trying to be as quick as I can. And then, and, and then, and he, and, and then I got a letter from Matt Cole, the first time I'd ever heard of him, a mm. um, very beautiful stiff notepaper with a beautiful heading. Oh, you never saw such fancy notepaper. Mm. In your life, very decorative heading. Very letter, say, uh, to Savitri, that's to Savitri, because I opened it. Would she mind, they were going to give her a celebration when she got there, yes. to give her a sort of funny. Would she mind postponing her visit, her dear trip to America for three months? And then they could do an apple. Oh my God, I would have had her with me for three months. And, oh, I thought, oh my God, and I'm afraid I wrote a rather sharp, snappy letter. But I, frankly, I, you'll admit, I bring it, I had a lot. I would have yes. been fed up. Yes. And I wrote a rather short, snappy letter. I thought, I can't stand getting to know another lot of notes. Sorting them out. And, and I didn't say, but anyway, he never held it against me, it was very good of him. Yeah. And then, in a month later, they told me I could have the funeral. So I got to got the funeral. So I was, and in the meantime, Colin Jordan sent a representative, a young man who lived in Colchester, again, I can't remember his name, you know, I, blo I to be quite frankly, I blacked it. I blacked it, I blacked a lot of it, I mean, but I thought, no, we're done with. Chapter alive, and I blocked it. Mm. I blocked it. You're, and you dressed, I don't know you used to watch a law law I do on the television. Mm. Well, you did, you put on dresses, I've got now, and I think about you dressed for all the world like a flick in a law law, the black. Mm. Man in black. This, I thought you was on the table when he arrived, formerly mm. in black. And he, uh, that young man, very young man, mm. no, I don't remember anything about the war, you're in his twenties. Mm. Adore worshipping Sir Beatrice, mm. 
Reggie, well, uh, oh, looking at the reverence which I had known, a very nice, pleasant young man, but I had one of these uh, awkward conversations, I had so many of And then he said, could he come to the funeral? I said, yes, that's all right. Colin Johnson sent him along to represent. Yeah. And so I said, oh, yes, when we have it, oh, yes, that's all right. And I'm going to write a non-political tribute which will not uh, upset anybody. And you can, so, in the end, the police told me, and well, she was buried in November. Mm. After waiting, and she was on ice in, in the mortuary for all that mm. time, God was watching it, right? Anyway, and then they, they sent, they arranged it, I went and I was the only one following her, to Colchester in the car, and I put some flowers, I had some flowers for her. And when I got to Colchester, the other two, the other one, and I was thinking going through those green, that green lanes to Colchester, I thought, well, one of these days will be here, it's so weird. This is the end of this long friendship, how strange. When I get to Colchester, the other, this young man's there, I forget his name, and well, there's two others with him, all dressed exactly alike, most conspicuously dressed in black. Who on earth are those weirdos? And oh my God, the paparazzi! Look at press. <laughs> Four or five cameras, which just one I didn't want. And I thought, oh my! I said, oh the camera press, and oh my God, oh I thought if I was able to press, I've got to be very poor. I know there's nothing I like better. Used to like better when I was young, but sticking a press cameras, but not then. And so we went up, and the, this official of it was said. Now you've got 15 minutes in the chapel to do what you like, and 15 minutes to do what you like. So we brought her in, and they asked me to take a, bring her photographs with her, didn't he? Young ones, I'm still looking. Well, I'll find them, don't worry, after the turn, I haven't destroyed them. And I, would I put them out on the front for the examination? So I put them on the front tier of seats, and there she was on the, on the stand, scrubbing. was on the stand, and I looked this thing, you were a rebel, so blah, 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 I can't remember. I was very pleased with it myself, through the green lanes. And then at the end, and I really, I admit, I quite frankly, I admit, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I stood, I could stand up straight then. And I, as the coffin still slid away, I stretched my hand out like Egypt, like Egypt, in Egypt. And I said, May the arm of the sunbeam be uplifted for you, O Cyrus Savitri. May you live forever. And I held my arms out like a captain working the, worshipping the sun mm. as the thing. And oh, did I enjoy it. Mm. Didn't, oh, I didn't, didn't I enjoy it. Didn't, and I felt she was, oh, she was pleased. Mm. I loved it. And, yeah. and, and, and everybody, everybody, everybody liked it. Everybody. And then I thought I was going to try and get her ashes, the professor her ashes, you see. I put a picture of her own, by the way. Then I, then I, um, I had to think, that I was now about to dispose of her ashes. Her ashes should be thrown, really, say if I could get them back to India, get someone to throw them into the Yumna, the sacred Yumna. Wouldn't be the New Delhi, it'd be the Yumna, not the Yumna. Ganges was younger, her husband was. And I was out uh, trying to find out who, who I could get to, to do it. Suddenly I get a letter, again from Matt Curl, not a word of recrimination, but a rather rude one I sent him, 
But I don't say I will, but I was exasperated. I was more like gentle, mm. sick to death with all the blessed things. And if I had, unless I had any other uh, plans for Sumitra's ashes, they would very much like to have them to put in a little place of, um, little sack, little plate that they have with them, where, and they would pay all expenses if I would send them over. Mm. Of course, I wrote a very nice letter back and I said, apologize for me for being rather sad. I said, you don't understand, I just had all that over trouble. I'm sorry if I was a bit rude. Rude, I just thought I couldn't stand anymore. And they, I sent them, she was sent, she was posted, a little old, was posted from Civil Heading and Post Office in a box that had held a little weighing machine mm. labelled under custom declaration human ashes of no value but irreplaceable mm. cost I think 36 pounds mm. and I sent and they went over she was handed over the counter to that that was it to go and I thought what a strange I never even heard of Civil Heading when I first met her and that was it I got a not a very nice letter back from Matco from Matco uh, not only £36, but over and above, I forget how much over and above, but a bit extra. Mm. If I was put to any other expense, don't hesitate to let them know. Mm. And then a bit later, I, they were going to give her a little send-off. Sent me the leaflet, which I've got in all these things mm. together. I said, see, I hid them in a place where nobody was likely to find them. Mm. I think I know where they are. Mm. And I certainly haven't thrown them away, but I was going to. Because I'm getting ready for my own end very quickly, and I was thinking that I just have to be strong-minded and tip them. Mm. But then I've got them, and I'll find them, I'll do the best of mine, as quickly as can, but them. And they sent, gave her a marvellous send-off there, which was very, said, I think it was really in very good taste, in good taste, not to anybody. And it was only for, and they sent her. They had three sashes. I've never heard anything about this, but apparently Hitler had some purple sashes which he gave to people he mm. might reward people. I've never heard about these. Mm. And they put a photograph all up in the ceremony and draped it with one of these sashes. She would have been over the moon. Mm. Draped it with this purple sash and put her ashes and placed her on her. And they had a little ceremony for her, they sang the whole special song, of course, and it's Hatterine and Camaraden, and what you would expect. And altogether they gave her a, a very good, inoffensive send-up that couldn't hurt anybody. Mm. It really hurt anything to eat, I think it would have been good, and Jordan thought it was nice, too, and I said it was, uh, if she was there, she would be absolutely thrilled. Mm. So that was the end. And then, uh, they... French embassy wanted a, uh, uh, anything she'd left. Mm. There were some books of Nazi Asmus lent her, I don't know, in German, I don't think there were any arms of And they answered then, just a purse, and they were, we couldn't find her money, the police were very worried. Was she expecting to get into England without any money, into mm. America without any money? I said, oh, it must be somewhere, I haven't found it yet, give me time. Mm. She's only sent you, and I found it hidden very ingeniously in a handbag mm. among some old shopping lists and social security things. There came $900 or something. And so I found it. And, and, uh, and I got, oh, so somebody said, ask the British Airways to refund her fare. 
which he paid, what's the other paid the fire for? What's the other was giving her a, giving her a, an income I didn't know till I was afterwards. She's quite well up, I think. And, and I, I applied to the rich shareways of two of them back, I said, and they said, well, I can't promise, but we'll see what we can do. A few weeks later, they said they refunded the fare to me, but if anybody claimed it within six months, I, I would, uh, what were I going to do with this? And I said, well, put it in back in there, let it go to her estate. I can think it'll go to a relation. An Indian relation, if anyone. I'd just love to get it back and, and, they paid it me back, said if, if nobody, if it was claimed in, within six months, I would have to hand it over. I said, that's all right to me. I don't, all I want is to get it right. Lottie Asmus wrote and told me that she'd paid it, and she said, I feel it should be yours, but after all, I've been giving her an income, and I do claim it, because she'd paid it. So I wrote back, I said, that's all right. Dear Father Asmus, it's perfectly all right. All I want is to find it. Give me time to get it through can get it to you, and you, I'll send it to you, I'm very glad to be rid of it, I don't like holding other people's money. Mm. So she got it back, minus a little bit the take. How much was it then? Two, uh, two, 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 about two hundred pounds of that. Mm. About two hundred pounds. And she got it back, so that was what so she was very mm. And then she came over to, when she came in, she came to see me. Mm. I was going to say, I feel I rather dropped her rather hard, but... When was that? Oh, after, after to me, she said. No, but I mean... What, in 83 or 84? I think it must have been 83 by then. Right. Well, look, it seems to me as if we've got an awful lot of... Well, that's what we mean, that's what that's her death. Yes. That's her death. Yes. And now, it's just these photographs. Well, thank you, yes. Yes, I'm doing the best to be as quick as possible. Well, you're doing very well indeed, actually. I'm trying, I'm a lot with it. Well, now... What's the reason you haven't seen? This is, as far as the translation you know about that, I did want you to see that, because she looks so lovely. And if she gave it me, I've never read it, because I can't read German, only a word or two. Mm. I mean, square, I can manage French fairly well. And the, and the inside, it is the picture mm. of her. This is, I have that, I don't have it with the red cover. Oh. Mm. And there's the, the picture of my old, the old picture. The picture of an old lady, here. So, Fred must said that he looks as though there's a figure of a child standing here. It is a figure of a certain way. Yes, it does. Now, yes. that's that. Yes. Now, give me that, man. I've never read it, but the idea was that they should go back to Miriam Byrne at my death, who is our literary executor. Where'd she live? Well, so much. She's retired. She's gone back to France now and retired. She lived in India. But I mean... She was uh, in India? She was in India. She was an archivist at the India, at the uh, uh, French Embassy. Oh, yes. Now, this is... Now, this use... This use is... This you know, this is... Defined. Sounds like a Jewish name. What? Sounds like uh, a Jewish name. Well, that's what... She wanted to be called Mara. She said, it's, I think she's, I have, I have an idea that she is part Jewish or something, mm. hiding it. Well, I think Miriam's quite tattooed, so I was called. And she was the archivist at the French Embassy in Delhi? Uh, De New Delhi. Mm -hmm. That's right. And she's gone back to France now. I've yes. got, I've got, I think I've got to address in my last year's Christmas cards. Well, look, the, no. these are things obviously we can deal with in correspondence, aren't they? Well, I'll see that. Yes.
I'm here. I'm finished doing that. I'm only a minute now. Give me, give me a minute, sir. The light is in the sun. No photographs of that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 She drew that. She drew that. And she sat on my floor, painting, and before, to my knowledge, she painted twenty of them, one after the other. And that was another one. What's that? Right in the sun. Um, yes. I'm looking for another, for another. Another drawing. Well, you are, put that up. She did all that, she went through all that, that's it, since then, the rocks and so. Amazing. But, well, this has been printed, hasn't it? Well, I should have been but she drew it. Mm. But those defiance pictures, uh -huh. she drew, I saw a painting, I saw a painting, those. And she said, only. Mm. Is this, that's presented? I haven't read. I haven't, I've had these put carefully away, mm. well the books, and I haven't read them myself, I should probably read the plan before the minute again now. Mm. So I think they're very readable. Mm. Oh, oh, Christ. Yeah. That's alright. But, just a minute. But the, 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 um, and the furnace I couldn't wait to. Mm. See, that's why it's never again. I've never seen it in England. I mean, I haven't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, mm. I couldn't wait to. Yeah, nice. What's that one? That's the impeachment of man about the animals. About that. I haven't read that for ages. Now here I've got you, what I've got to add to it. This is my pet picture of her. My favourite picture because it's just a kind of, kind of, Uncomfortable, mm. dedicated thing she used to do. I think it was taken in France on my first visit. I don't think it was taken in Greece. Mm. We were, it was out somewhere, and she's, we were resting for a bit, and she used to travel, she wouldn't use ballpark pen, mm. we're just coming mm. in. Mm. She used to travel a bottle of ink, mm. we're just in, and there she's on the outside, somewhere there, there's a bottle of ink in an ordinary pen. When Scribbling away, I think that was taken in 1950. It may have been taken in 53 in Greece, but I think it's in France. Uh -huh. And I love that picture, that's just a sort of uncomfortable. We're sitting here and I oh, she'd do a bit more writing. Mm. And I see her writing on a street corner mm. with a howling wind blowing. That's the lady, Vigranica, that introduced us. Uh -huh. In a very good temper, she didn't go only too pleasant at that. Uh -huh. These are to be to when she was very young, young girl, I think to be about twenty. I don't know when this, so I forget who gave me those. Now I've got two of each of those, I feel like you can have one of each of those. Yes, I would, thank you. Yes, I'm going to do that, that's what I want to do, that's what I want to do. Thank you very much. So you have one of those. Now that's to be to when she was, when she was young. Mm -hmm. Probably about twenty, I don't know anything about it except they're cheap. Hmm. Cheap photos, you know, cheap photographs like anybody else. Right. Thank and you very much. there's a picture of her, and I think that's it. 
which came out very peculiar, and rather strange. I had such a lot of well, I've got my children, my lovely chat. Oh, yes. Do you like chat? I like pretty ones like that. Oh, he was beautiful. Mm. And that's the one that, that's the cat I lost in April. Oh, I'm sorry. He had an acting square, they've got secrets too badly, and I'm very sorry to tell it. Now, where's the beaches on? Mm-hmm. Where's that? I'm like, sitting in my garden on the table. Oh, yes. And I had un- accidentally got one photograph on top of another. Mm. There's my cat. And there came through it like the ghost of Savitri's arms. So it's like Savitri's spirit brooding over a cat. Oh, yes. I took two, two photos. Actually, uh, I thought it was accident. Yes. And that's the arm that went to America. Hmm. Very interesting. And what, oh, oh, and they put it in this, this place of safekeeping. This is a little, 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 um, in, in Washington. Uh, well, they've got the ashes of things of people about, and she's near to Lincoln Rock. Oh, well. Now, I think that's it. <laughs> well, that's marvellous. Look, this is a real and marathon. Very much, ladies and gentlemen. Three and a half hours. Signed attention. I know it would be a long time. Well, thank you very much. I hope I haven't gambled you to death, because I've tried well, to be quick. I, I, you've done very well, but there's so much, really, we could still talk about. Well, we can have another so, session sometime. I was going to suggest we can be in touch over the phone, now yes. you've given me your number. Well, I don't want to talk everything over the phone. No? What was I going to tell?